Hey, what's up guys, and welcome to episode 10 of Paranormal Axe Activities with your host, Ben Axe. I'm coming at you here live for the very first time via video streaming, I guess. And technically it's not live, I am recording it and then uploading it. However, I wanted to be live tonight for the first time ever to tell my very own uh, ghost story or paranormal story or, or whatever it is you want to call it. Um, I actually wanted to do my very first episode of Paranormal Activities uh, telling this story. Um, it happened in 2014 through 2015. Not my first experience, uh, not my last experience, but it was a big one. It was a good, it's a good one. Um, a lot of stuff went down. Unfortunately, when I started doing this show, I was sick with uh, the COVID-19, actually, and I wanted to get it going. I had a few interviews already done, and I wanted it to get going, so I just rushed through it. Don't remember doing it, but here I am. And for those of you without the benefit of video, or if you're like me and only listen to podcasts when you're in your car, don't worry. I'm also doing it audio and also uploading it to all my all my links, all my platforms, whatever, Spotify, uh, Apple, Google, whatever. And I did want to do it live, but unfortunately I'm an old man and couldn't figure it out in time. However, I'm not going to record any of this. I'm actually going to upload it here tonight. So it's not going to be any editing. Um, whatever you hear, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> so if I fuck up, I fuck up. But uh, yeah, so again, this is what I wanted to start the podcast with. Didn't happen. And unfortunately we are 10 episodes later. Um, but better than late than never, I think. And uh, going forward to with this video stuff, I'm kind of figuring it out as I go along. I'm on my older computer here, so it's probably still a little bit grainy. Um, but, you know, I'll progress as I go along, right? That's the goal, right? So, uh, no paranormal activity this week. I don't really have one. I've been, I've been a busy man, dude. Like, my wife and I, busy, busy, up at 4.30 in the morning running around all the time working so really we haven't had a whole lot of time for an activity of the week um but that's okay oh also real quick for you guys watching the video check her out that's her that's my friend i don't know her name she just kind of hangs out here <laughs> but uh she's a halloween decoration i'm in my garage or studio so you'll see all kinds of weird shit in here but yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and just tell you my very own uh ghost demon whatever story i have told it on the moose point so if you have heard of that podcast um oh, sorry excuse me that's i have told it um and i have i have nothing written down i'm just doing this from pure memory um so things might be different things might be backwards things might be in different order honestly i'm telling it the best that i can from what i remember and i've had a lot of beer and a lot of whiskey since then so 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 bear with me yeah, we'll go ahead and get started here. Oh, before, though, I do want to say thank you guys for listening. It's been awesome so far. Uh, thanks if you're watching the video. This is my first video ever, actually, especially by myself. So I'm probably a little nervous. And I probably suck. So thanks for watching anyway. I hope you're all staying safe during this coronavirus nonsense. I'm about sick of it myself. So hope you're all doing good. And again, thanks for listening. Hit subscribe. Uh, go to your favorite podcasting platform. Hit subscribe. And tell your friends and tell your family. But... Finally, here we go. So here's my big demon whatever ghost story. So back in, it would have been early 2013, that's not true, late 2013, like I think November or December I started dating this chick and she had three kids, I know. Red flag already, but uh, so she had three kids and I was an idiot and I was bored and I was lazy in my hometown, so I was like, yeah, 
screw it. Let's let's date. Why not? I thought she was hot at the time. So, uh, yeah, so we start dating, whatever. And then we decided to move in together. So we we do. We find a house. Um, and then full disclosure, I got to tell you guys everything. I think it kind of makes sense to a point. But I really, at the time, didn't really want to. I just felt like I, I had to. It was, a, you know, it was one of them. I was... I was the asshole in this in this scenario, I guess. <laughs> but like, you know, she moved from a different state and stuff, so it was like, all right, like I knew her. We worked together. Then she moved back to her hometown, and then she came back, and we that's when we started dating or whatever. But uh, so I kind of felt like we had to. So we started looking at houses, and in July of 2014, her and I moved into a, a three bedroom, two bathroom house. Uh, it was in a nice little neighborhood very stereotypical little house it was just remodeled like the 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 landowner landlord whatever he remodeled the whole thing it was a pretty nice little house um i'm getting background noise all of a sudden but uh so so anyway so uh nice little house we moved in and we had some issues with the u-haul truck you know we we had to go pick one up in in the other state that she that she's from i'm sending any names here we had to go pick up the truck and that wasn't where it was supposed to be and it was in a piece of shit town and it was just negative already but we got it figured out we we got we got to the house we unpacked and at this point her and i were, were already fighting so the first night that we stayed together in this house we actually slept in different rooms <laughs> so obviously it's already kind of negative going in and it was that her and i didn't get along it was just everything was just a big stress ball already and again at the same time i really didn't even want to be doing it so I'm sure I wasn't pleasant all of the time, which, you know, that's that's on me. Um, whatever. So, moved into this house, and it's all good to go now. And then, we, you know, we, we're not fighting anymore. We make up pretty quick, you know, like, oh, wow, that was stupid. You're just driving, whatever. And uh, unpacked the house. We unpacked everything in pretty much one day. Um, we had a couple of friends come over, and we got it all pretty much set up pretty quickly. Um, and it was a master bedroom. That was where her and I slept, and then they had, you know, a bathroom attached to that room, and then there was a hallway that led down, and, and in the hallway there was one of the kids' room and then another kid's room, and then a bathroom on the other side of the hallway, and then far down was the living room, kitchen, whatever. That's the basic layout. Um, it, it comes into play a little bit. So we're moved in. We're good to go, right? So then I swear to God, the first morning that I wake up, and take a shower when we were all settled. I the first night I don't recall this being a thing, but I remember the first day after being settled. I got up, took a shower to get ready for work like I do, and uh, I got out of the shower, and the bathroom mirror was all fogged up, you know, and there was writing all down the line. Um, the whole mirror was just covered in writing, and the only word that we could make out was Christmas. And I got out of the shower, I looked at the mirror, I was like, holy shit! It's like, hey. Uh, come check this out. So she came in and yeah, we both could make out the word Christmas, but that, that was it. And I'm kind of weird and whatever. So we uh, didn't really think anything of it. We went ahead and we cleaned the mirror. You know, I wiped it down. I cleaned it as, you know, whatever Windex or whatever the, whatever I used and, uh, cool. So then the next morning I wake up, take a shower, get out of the shower, look at the mirror and again, it's it's fogged up, and it has the exact same writing in the exact same places, and it looks brand new, just like it did the morning before. 
So I was like, huh, we, we cleaned that mirror yesterday. Now, I'm not a cleaning expert. I was like, oh, I suck at cleaning. I don't know what to tell you. So, you know, wiped it off, and then I, you know, Windex it again. And then this went on for at least a week. Every morning for about a week, I'd get up, see the writing, and it looked the exact same. Like, it wasn't, it didn't look any different. It didn't look faded. It just it looked the same. We didn't even try to touch it. So, that was weird. And that was in, you know, still July, maybe early August. Um, but, yeah, I didn't think, obviously, at the time, I didn't think paranormal. Um, but at this time, I forgot to mention when we moved in, it was she has she had two kid, three kids, two girls and a boy. You know, girl, girl, boy in that order. And when we first moved in, we just had the boy. The girls were staying with their grandparents, whatever, um, for the first few weeks that we lived there. So then in August, like mid August, the girls came back, and uh, or I guess came there for the first time. So then that's when we all officially five lived there. And at this point, they moved back or they moved in, and we only only saw the mirror stuff that was it so far still my mind was not thinking ghosts or paranormal and that being said I don't really recall at this time having a weird feeling about the house um you know I if you listen to my other episodes I've, I've talked about how you can just get that feeling and I lived in, in a house where I had that feeling pretty much constantly um at this point I don't recall having that feeling at all just saying not sure if that matters or not because that's not always you know 100% accurate so, they moved back in here, and then now here's where, if you guys listen to episode, I think five, maybe six, I don't remember the number now, but we had Andy on, and she was talking about how her her daughter had some had some ghost stuff happen around her. She's part of this next part of the story. She's my alibi, if that makes sense. So, at the time, I worked uh, loss prevention retail, and I had to get up early on a Saturday morning to go into the store early, and... Uh, I'm laying in bed, you know, me and her laying next to each other. We had friends playing because I always, since I was in junior high, basically, I've always had friends on when I sleep to this day. I'm 32 years old now, and I still watch friends to go to sleep. Um, but yeah, so it was a late Friday night, early Saturday morning. We're, we're sleeping to friends, and I wake up at 4.30-ish in the morning, and uh, I look up, I look down like it was our bed, and then, you know, space, and then the TV. So I wake up and I look towards the TV and I see a woman in a long white like nightgown or a long white gown with long black frizzy hair and I can see through her. She's not a solid. She's not solid. I see through her and it's very stereotypical and it's funny because I've been listening to a different podcast. It's a pretty good show that would basically just talk about ghost stories and like every other person sees the same thing and I didn't know that back in 2014 but now that I'm hearing it apparently everybody sees the same fucking thing <laughs> but uh so I look down I see the lady with long black frizzy hair and a white nightgown standing at the end of the bed just staring staring at me and her or me I guess and I look at her and I look down at my pillow and I close my eyes and I say to myself nope like I'm not I did not just see that nope I fucked that like I was I saw it and I was done I didn't even really react I just I'm I'm going back like you know I'm just laying here now and I actually did doze back off and then I woke back up around seven and I got up I took a shower and I went to work and everybody in the house was still asleep I did not talk to anybody in that house Uh, my girlfriend at the time her kids nobody so I went to work and uh, you know, I was in the office, and Andy, who was on the show, she she came in, and I told her, I was like, dude, 
And she came in like a, a couple hours after me. So it was, you know, it's a little bit later in the day now, noon or so, I would say. And uh, she comes in and I tell her, I told her just what I told you guys. I looked up, saw her, said, nope, fuck that, you know. And I shit you not, as I finished telling the story, at the very end of it, uh, my girlfriend calls me. And uh, she's like, dude, I was in the bathroom in the hallway. Like, not the master bathroom where our mirror was, but the other bathroom in the hallway. She said, I was standing there, and I saw a woman in a white nightgown with long black frizzy hair walk past the door. Like, she said she was doing her hair at the corner of her eye in the hallway. She saw this lady walk past didn't look at her or anything, just walked past the door like she was walking towards the bedroom. And, uh, you know, she said she leaned out the door and there's nobody there. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I saw the exact same thing eight hours ago. Like, and, you know, we saw the exact same description, the exact same ghost, I guess is the word to use uh, for that scenario. Like, we saw the exact same thing. Didn't tell me, like, I didn't tell her about my, my sighting. And Andy could verify that. So, yeah, so holy shit. So we both saw the same ghost within eight hours of each other. And this was still the first month that we had moved in. Like, it was pretty quick. So that was weird. And then going forward now, and we lived in this house for about a year and a half. So going forward, there's a lot of little stuff that adds up to the big stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, so th that was a big one. And then after that, we started just hearing knocks like on the floor like it was all wood floor we had area rugs in the hallways and, and living room and stuff but we just hear knocking creaking um, not really banging just like knocking and then at one point and this is another thing that recently got validated that makes me not so uncomfortable to tell this story because it was one of those things i just thought it was fucking weird and couldn't really explain it and just thought it sounded dumb but now other people are saying it. it's like oh i'm not crazy um, but one thing that I experienced a few times, and it happened in the morning when I was in bed by myself. So if it was a day that I was in bed by myself and everybody else got up early, like when the kids went to school and she had to go wherever she was going, and I'd still be in bed by myself um, early enough, or late enough, I guess, that there was still, it's light out now, but early enough to where, you know, it's still acceptable to be in bed as an adult, <laughs> like 7 a.m., 8 a.m., whatever. Um, but I'd, I'd wake up to whispering in my ear like whispering like I just hear like somebody or multiple people having a conversation like right next to me um so I wake up hearing that and then it would snap me awake I'm like what the fuck I look around be, there'd be nobody there at all I look outside nobody's outside I um, mean it was just and it was so and it it was I can't remember or I couldn't make out what they were saying but I could hear the whispering like it was happening right next to me and that happened probably three or four, maybe even five times altogether uh, in that year and a half period. And then my girlfriend also claimed that happened to her as well a few times in the same kind of same kind of environment too. I'd be gone, the kids would be gone, she'd still be in bed. Um, and it was only when I was by myself, and, and same for her. Jesus fucking Christ! Whew! <laughs> Sorry, my friend fell. That was totally an accident. I thought it might fall, though, so it's probably not ghostly. It's just it wasn't set up very well. I just put her up there before I started this thing. But Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so anyway. So, uh, so, that, so we just hear little stuff like that. And, um, and then there was another time where I saw her again. Now, me 
and my girlfriend are in bed again. And this time my bedroom light is on. And she is asleep. I am awake. And I'm watching a different part. Like, we're on different sides of the bed, too. Like, the first time I saw the ghost, I was on the other side of the bed than what I am now. So now I'm against the wall. Not that it matters. It's just... That's a detail that I remember. And my, my wife now says I get too involved in these in these uh, details. But uh, whatever. So I'm laying there and watching, I think, Friends again, actually. And I just happened, and again, our bedroom light's on. And I happen to look over and I see this spirit again. The same woman, but this time I just see her head. Like I just see, like it looked like she had her like hands like around the wall, like kind of peeking in. And this time I freaked the fuck out because now I'm a little bit more alert. Now, I, you know, there's a thing going on. So here I'm like, holy shit. So I wake my girlfriend up. I'm like, hey, I fucking saw it again. And she gets kind of pissy. She's like, why are you waking me up for? I was like, I fucking saw it again. She's, you know, so it was one of them things. So, I mean, definitely it was there. I freaked the fuck out. I don't think I slept well that night. Um, yeah. So, so that happened. And then... I'm trying to remember like more details. Then we got a cat at, at one point. We got a cat, and he liked to run around the house like you know, like cats do. He was like not a baby kitten, but he was teenage cat, I guess. I don't really know. But uh, and at one point, so uh, so when the, for this story, we were all in the living room. Me, her, the three kids were all in the living room, and the bathroom, the hallway bathroom, is not too far. I mean, it's just the living room. The hallway begins, and then the bathroom is like right there. And uh, we were all sitting there, and in this bathroom there is a, uh, it's like a glass door for the shower. And so we're all sitting there, and all of a sudden we hear this door just fucking slam shut. Like, it sounded like somebody just, like, slammed this glass door shut. It didn't break, but I thought it did at first. We just heard it slam. Like, what the fuck? So I run in there, and the cat is inside the shower now freak the fuck out the door is you know shut obviously slam shut there's no way this cat could have done it even if she if somehow he would have jumped like from the sink to the door there is no way this little cat could have had that much force to close the door with that much might it was insane how loud and how hard that that shut was so i run in there you know open it up the cats freak the fuck out he bolts you know so it was kind of wild um and then we also had some video footage and audio, actually. I don't have it. Uh, she, my girlfriend at the time, took it. I don't talk to her anymore, so I, I don't have it. I wish I did now, but uh, you know, this is how many years ago. But uh, we had some video and audio of the boy, the youngest, her youngest kid, his bathroom or his bedroom door opening and closing. Like, we'd just be sitting there, and the door would open, and then it would close. Open, close. And we actually had video of it doing that opening and closing by itself it was fucking insane and uh so at this point we're we're pretty aware there's something going on we're just thinking oh you know it's a haunted house there's an old lady in here that used to live here or whatever i researched the house a little bit nothing i didn't find anything regarding anybody dying in the house or any people who used to live in the house nothing um so, and there's, again, there's a lot of little stuff that happened in between August of 2014 to June 2015, and, and that's where it kind of climaxes. And now I know I should have written some stuff down because I know I'm forgetting stuff. That's a big jump. 
But there's a lot of little stuff like that. I, I keep saying that, I know, but that's that's just there was. There's so much little stuff. Doors opening and closing. Oh, we had lights turning on and off. I remember at one point I was sitting on the couch, looked down the hall. I just happened to be looking down the hallway like where my bedroom was, and I just happened to see the bed, the, the, uh, if I can fucking talk now, that doll falling still kind of startles me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I saw the light just turn off by itself. It's like, what the fuck? So I got up and I walked down there to see, you know, sometimes the lights aren't turned off all the way or not, you know, flipped all the way. So they're still kind of teeter tottering. Well, maybe that's what it was. So I checked it. Nope, it was all the way down. Um, you know, just a lot of stuff like that happened. Um, TVs turning on and off by itself, you know, randomly. That's happened to me a lot, actually. Um, but that was one of the first times. So that's why I remember it more than, than other times. But yeah, so that just happened quite a bit. And then I got to the point where I started feeling that feeling. I remember at a certain point, I started coming home at night, and it just felt, it felt dark. And it wasn't like that at first, but as time went on, it got darker and darker. And I think that's that's the important thing here, is that then it happened right away. It's not like I moved into a haunted house. I moved into a demon-possessed house. No, it. I think whatever was there kind of started creeping in after we like right after we moved in and, and I have my own theories on, on why or if it was attached to something or someone but I think it just got you know stronger and stronger as we were there and uh, so it climaxed well there's a couple of climaxes so at one point during the school year too the kid the youngest boy he was in kindergarten and it was half day and if, if I was off work that day I would pick him up at noon or whatever and then we'd you know hang out I'd let him do his thing. I'd do my thing, play PlayStation, work on the house, whatever. And I remember at one point I was in the living room doing something. He was in his bedroom playing, and I heard him talking to somebody or something. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. So I uh, got up and walked to his bedroom and I just watched him. He was in the middle of the floor playing, and he was talking to something that was right across from him. Like he's having a conversation with another kid who was there. But obviously there's nobody there. It's very conjuring a little bit. <laughs> but uh, so I was looking at him and I was like, huh. Didn't think anything of it at this point. I just thought he was talking to himself, imaginary friend or, or whatever. And then he uh, turned and looked at me and then had that smile on his face like, oh, he caught me. So then I was like, who are you talking to? Like, what's going on? And uh, he's like, nobody. I'm like, well, you're talking to somebody, you know, interrogating him a little bit just to see if you tell me his imaginary friend or whatever. And he's like, oh, I'm talking I'm talking to Bub. I'm like, well, who's Bub? He's like, he's my friend. I'm like, well, where is Bub right now? And then he kind of pauses, and then he stares, and then he points at the toy chest. And uh, he points at the toy chest. He's like, there. And then he was like, come play with us. And I'm like, nah. I'm good, thank you though. And then I just fucking go back to the living room because I don't, I don't deal with that shit. <laughs> it's like if there is something there, he can. They're doing their thing. No need to get involved on that one, right? So uh, yeah, that happened. That was kind of creepy. That was something unique. And uh, you know, other things happened. Just little stuff like that happened for for a while. And then it got kind of, kind of dark. And at, and at one point we have a. Uh, well, I think this part comes first, actually. I'm trying to keep it in order the best that I can, but that's probably not going to be the case. Um, so here's where climax is again. So June of 2015, um, her kids are going to go to their grandparents for like a month or two for the summertime to hang out and do their thing. So we all hung out the night before they left. We all five sat in the living room, watched a movie. Mary Poppins, not that it matters. And I remember thinking, wow, 
I used to love this movie when I was a kid. Now it kind of sucks. So yeah, Mary Poppins kind of blows as an adult, but I loved it as a kid. Man, we were, we're all sitting there watching it. And I remember it being super hot, which is fair. It's June, and it's always hot in June. But, like, I mean, right now it's May, and I'm freezing my ass off. I remember it being, like, abnormally hot. So there's that. So we're, we're doing that. And then we go to bed. Moves over, and it's kind of late now at this point. It's probably midnight or 1, and we're, we're in bed now. And, and this time the bed is in a different spot than it was when I saw the ghost. Oh, real quick. Shit. Sorry. It's important, though. Cutting back, before this story, uh, my girlfriend at the time, she also saw the ghost again. She said she was in the living room, and she saw the same thing that I saw earlier. She was in the living room in the middle of the day, and uh, she saw the lady with you know long black frizzy hair peeking around the corner from the kitchen. So basically the exact same thing that I saw from, you know, in the bedroom from the hallway, now she saw from the kitchen, or in, in the living room from the kitchen. So we both saw the see-through ghost lady twice okay so sorry now back to this story so now we're in the bedroom it's midnight or one o'clock it's um really hot pretty late and now we had we moved the bedroom around because women like to do that for some reason i don't know why but uh so we had the bedroom moved around and now the now it's the wall the bed and then the door all next to each other well before we were across the room um so yeah i'm laying there i'm against the wall my girlfriend is on the side of the bed, and then the door. So we're laying there, hot. I can't fall asleep because it's hot as shit. And I don't remember the TV being, when the TV might not even been on. I don't remember. Typically, I sleep with the TV on, so I'm not sure why it would have been off, but I don't think it was on. And uh, all of a sudden, just laying there, quiet. And all of a sudden, my girlfriend at the time starts, like, fucking pulsating and making like the craziest noise i'm going to try to impersonate it here it it's probably going to be butchered as i'm not a uh, voice actor but it was like a oh, oh sound that's kind of what it sounded like oh, oh like yeah oh like that over and over and over again and at first i think she's just like sleep talking so i'm like what the fuck and i'm looking at her i'm like huh and it keeps happening. It's getting more desperate now. I'm like, oh, shit. So I kind of start shoving her, trying to wake her up. And then, shit you not, she starts to, like, slide up the wall a little bit. Like, she's laying there and then starts sliding to the bed frame. And then starts sliding up the wall. I mean, not, like, that dramatic. It was very slow, but it, she started to go up. I was like, what the fuck? So I jumped on her at this point. I jumped on her, and I woke her up. She woke up, and she freaked the fuck out. She didn't tell me anything. She just jumped the fuck out of bed got her phone, ran outside, called her mom. I was like, that's fucking, that's fucking weird. And she's on the phone for probably two hours. So I think it's like 3 a.m. at this point. And uh, she comes back and then she tells me that that happened before. And her version of that, you know, I told you what I just saw. Her version was she was also awake, hot, couldn't sleep. And then all of a sudden, she got into a uh, paralysis-like state, kind of like sleep paralysis, but it wasn't sleep paralysis. But she got in a paralysis-like state, and then she heard a grinding sound coming from the living room. And she said it sounded like a garbage disposal, like a... And she said it came, she heard it coming from the living room, down the hallway, towards the bedroom. It came through the door, hit the bed, jumped over her, jumped over me, hit the wall next to me came back over me, laying on top of her. 
And uh, so, that, so when she was doing that all noises, it was her trying to wake up, but she couldn't, and that thing was on top of her. And then it started to drag her up the wall. And that's when I jumped on her, and then it guess it went away. I don't really know what happened to it after that. Uh, so yeah, so that happened. And so, and then she told me that she called her mom right away because when she was in high school, that had happened once before. And yeah, only the one time, but that since happened again, she recognized it and, and freaked the fuck out as I think anybody would, really, right? So, yeah, so her kids still went to uh, that place the next day, wherever they were going. And we have a mutual friend from where we used to work together who's in the paranormal stuff. She's very, very into it. Very nice, very awesome lady. She uses spirit boxes and stuff. And that's the first time I ever learned what a spirit box was. But uh, we called her. It was like, hey, this is going on. And uh, what do you think? And she was like, well... I'm gonna. I should, so again, this part is kind of. I don't remember if we called her before this this part or not, but she said that she would not come out and check out the house because she does not deal with demon stuff. And from the description that we gave her, she felt like it was a demon, so she she bounced. However, she gave us a number of somebody to call, like a paranormal investig investigation team, basically. So so they so we did. So she called that person. And meanwhile, our, our mutual friend was like, I'm still going to use my spirit box and try to talk to whatever is in your house to see if it is a spirit or whatever. I won't go there physically, but I'll use a spirit box and see if anything comes through. So, so there's that. And then, you know, there, there, after that, she texted me and the vision was like, hey, do you know so-and-so and so-and-so? I'm like, yeah, I do know so-and-so. And she was like, well, they're coming through me on the spirit box. And, you know, one of the names specifically, I'm not going to say it because it doesn't matter, but one of the names specifically, I was like, holy shit. That's, uh, yeah, there's no way you would know that person. So, yeah, it's probably probably legit. And, and this is kind of the first time. So I've always kind of believed in the paranormal and believed in spirits and stuff. I've had seen stuff way before this. But this was the first time it was, like, in my face. Like, yeah, it's all the time now. It's in your face. It can't not be real. <laughs> if it's real, I'm fucking insane. Or if it's not real, basically. If it's not real, I'm fucking insane. So, uh, but, yeah, so that happened. And, uh, so when we get the paranormal, the paranormal investigators come or they, the one guy, the lead guy comes out, we talk, we conversate, you know, he does his little investigating of the house or run through, I guess. And he's like, yeah, there's probably something here. I'll get my team together and we'll come out on Saturday and we'll do like a real investigation. You know, we'll set up all this stuff like you see in ghost hunters, whatever. So cool. And then, in, so between that and the investigation, our mutual friend got back to us and she was like, so I did some spirit boxing and uh, there are two, at least two spirits in that house. One of which is Stella, which is the old lady who we see, we've see, both seen twice, the white gown, black frizzy hair. Her name apparently is Stella. And then she said there is another spirit named Nick and Nick has a, a, uh, Facebook memorial page where I guess her talking to Nick, he like told her how to find this page to prove it was him. So that happened. Um, so yeah, so so those apparently are the two spirits in, in the house. And then here's where it gets weird, and here's where I'm probably gonna stop or start losing you if you don't believe in this kind of shit. But that's what happened. Someone will tell you. So then she's like, well, there's also another entity in that house that's not human, which I guess in this case would be a demon. And, 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 and this spirit known as Bub 
is uh, is why Stella's hanging out. Apparently, she is trying to protect the house. I'm sorry, I'm hearing banging outside. That's the lawnmower, though. So it was something paranormal. <laughs> but uh, so uh, so yeah. So I'm sorry. So yeah. So demon apparently is in this house. Stella came to this house to try to protect the family. I guess I don't really know. Um, and I just realized I forgot another important part of the story. So going back before, well, you know what? That part's not really important. It doesn't need to be said because it's not my kid. But uh, so something happened with, with the youngest son that made us think there's something going on. Apparently the bub was talking to him and telling him to do some, some mean stuff. And he told us what bub told him to do. Uh, and that's the, the gist of it. And so then I talked to his sisters about it and they're like, yeah, he's known bub for a while. We talked about bub before we knew you, that kind of stuff. So, uh, so yeah, so we talked to our friend, and she tells us there's Stella, there is Nick, there is Bub, which is a demon. All right. So there's three entities in this house, two of which used to be human or are human entities, and, and one is a demon. Sure, why not? And then, so the investigators come out, and also when the investigator was here just to do the uh, check on the house or whatever to get ready for the investigation, he said he heard growling in the backyard, which I found to be bullshit, and I honestly not sure how I feel about the growling anyway. I hear that in other stories too when they hear growling, and apparently that's a demon thing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But again, I don't really believe everything I hear at the same time, because otherwise, if you do, you're a fool, right? So I don't know about, about all that, but he said he heard growling in the backyard. I never did. Um, so on that Saturday night, the investigators came out, and they did a full-blown investigation, just like you see on Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures or whatever. They had motion sensor cameras set up, motion sensor lights set up. They had audio all around the house. They had K2 meters, just like this one, um, all around the house. And uh, then it just turned into a waiting game. It was actually kind of neat to see him set up, but... At the same time, I wasn't that impressed with, with this team. I, the lead investigator guy, I forget his name, it doesn't matter, but I liked him, but his team, I think there was two other guys and, and a girl, and, and they they were all silly. Um, I don't want to use the word hillbilly, but that's the word that I probably should use. They were kind of hillbilly, redneck. I felt like they were uneducated. I felt like I knew more than what they were doing. I was like... I felt like, and again, I never did any kind of paranormal investigation in my entire life. I was like, you shouldn't do it this way. That's fucking stupid. That's how I was feeling, which I probably do a lot anyway. And I'm like, shouldn't because I don't know shit. But, you know, I didn't like them. I thought they were stupid at the end of the day. So we were all hanging out, doing their thing. And they were trying to talk to the ghost, trying to get a hit. And they weren't really getting anything. I think the motion sensor went off one time in, in the youngest boy's bedroom, which is where a lot of stuff was going down at anyway, door closing and stuff. Um, we had one hit in there, I think, and then in our bedroom, we had the K2 meter going off, um, which, again, for, the, for those of you on video, this is what a K2 meter is, and this just lights up, you know, I'm sure if you're watching this video, you probably know that already, um, but yeah, so, so that went down, and then, here's where it gets kind of cool, because we didn't tell our mutual friend that these guys were coming this day, like, you know, she gave us their number, and, uh, you know, we told her, yeah, we'll call them, but we never, like, followed up with her about them so she did not know that they were at our house this night and then we even asked her later on she's like i had no idea i'm just doing my thing but so during this investigation probably around 10 11 maybe even midnight i don't think it was that late it might have been 11 or 12 um 
she texts my girlfriend and she's like, Hey, are those guys at your house right now? And she's like, uh, yeah, actually, yeah, they are. And she's like, well, I just, I've been, I was using my spirit box and Stella came through and said that, uh, she's not going to come out and talk to these investigators or whatever she said. She's not going to come out and talk because all they're doing is trying to make fun of her. And she's like, whoa. <laughs> so, so apparently Stella was in the house with these investigators, but then went all the way across town to tell her using the spirit box. She won't come out because they're just trying to make fun of her. So she shows me that text, that text conversation. And I'm like, huh, I don't know if we should tell these guys that or not. Because, again, I didn't trust these guys. I thought they were idiots. So I was like, I wish I had their equipment and not them. I feel like it would be way, way better transition or way better conversation. Um, but we did. We ended up telling them that. So we like, hey, this just happened. And then uh, the one lady was like, yeah, bitch, I will make fun of you. That's not how you try to communicate with the fucking spirit world, dude. It's just not. I don't. I hate that fucking. I'm gonna call him out. I'm gonna be an asshole. Blah blah blah. They'll talk to me then. It's like no. And and that can be a whole different podcast conversation of why that's not the best way to go. Um, but uh, it was really annoying. So then we gave the K two meter, or they gave the K two meter to my girlfriend, and she started asking questions, and it started lighting up like no other. I mean, it was it was pretty wild. So. You know, yes or no questions, that kind of stuff. And, and that was really about it. Nothing else happened during that investigation. Um, I think the fact that, you know, the Stella spirit talked to the other person across town was pretty wild. Um, but, yeah, so the, then the investigation wrapped up, and they left, and I was like, they were fucking stupid. Um, and then the next night, we went to her friend's house, and actually used her spirit box. And this was the first time I've any I've had any encounter with any kind of spirit box. I'd never even heard of it before until this conversation or this little thing. Excuse me, it started going on. So I was like, oh, so we used it. And again, I was still kind of skeptical at this point. I was like, I don't know what the fuck a spirit box is. It's like a radio. Because all we're going to be doing is hearing like radio DJs and songs and shit like that. We're not going to hear anything real. That was my my take of it anyway. So we sat down. She tells us how it's going to work or whatever. So it's the three of us now. And she flips that thing on. And immediately, dude, immediately I hear, Ben? I'm like, whoa. And uh, so then a mutual friend was like, do you know Ben? And she was, the voice was like, yeah, I know Ben. I'm in that house or whatever. I don't even remember exactly what she said. But she's like, yeah, I know Ben. I live with him or something like that. Something along those lines. And, and it was... It was Stella, apparently. So then she's like, is this Stella? And she's like, yeah. And then and then at this point, here's where it got scary, man. It just got my like belly dropped because that happened. And then right after that, I heard a shit ton more voices come through, cussing, saying, cunt, 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 like, fuck, like, just anger voices. And then our friend was like, hey, this is for, you know, happy people who know these guys only. If you're angry, demon, mean, whatever, you know, blah, 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 get out. So she had to like bounce some ghosts. <laughs> she had to bounce these ghosts. But uh, so that worked, and then they kind of stopped. And then uh, Nick, also the Nick character, came through, and she showed us the uh, obituary Facebook page for this dude. Kind of weird, you know. And apparently he said on, during this conversation that he was just kind of hanging out, just to have fun, I don't know, play prank, do pranks or whatever, I guess. Um, but then Stella was there to try and to prevent bub and and that's pretty much all i remember from the spirit box sessions 
Um, and again, this was probably again still, I think, in June, maybe July, when all this shit went down. And uh, we move out in October. So that happened in this like midsummer. And then, uh, so, you know, we, we did that whole spirit box thing. And after that, things kind of settled down. The kids were gone, and things settled down. And there wasn't really a whole lot going on for the rest of the summer. We would still hear doors opening and closing, but with the kids being gone, it really was not not crazy. And then fall came around, and at this point, we decided to split up. I think it was September we decided to break up, maybe August. I don't really remember. Late August, early September. So we lived together for about a month or two, broken up. And uh, nothing crazy again happened. But one thing that was pretty wild was the smoke detector started to, to beep. And we had like, you know, three or four throughout the house, right? And they'd all start beeping. And we would change the batteries. And then three days later, they'd beep again. And, you know, it could be a faulty wire and they're draining batteries. I don't know. But it was weird. That happened. And then the kids came back because they had to go start going to school or whatever. And that's when the shit started going up again. I remember I went camping once in that fall. And we hear, you know, I got a video of the door banging, closing, opening, that kind of stuff. Um... But yeah, so when the kids came back, it, it got a little bit wild again with the bang, with the opening and closing slash turning off, just that little shit. I didn't see a ghost again. Um, but yeah, so so um, we decided to, you know, the lease ran out. We moved away, you know, and, and so, you know, we packed up without any real issue. But I remember the last day we got all the shit packed up. She was going to go her way. I was going to go my way. And it was like the last time we were in this house. And all the smoke detectors, if I can talk, all of these smoke detectors started beeping like simultaneously, like beep 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 all around the house. It was it was crazy. So like at this, we were laughing at this point, like because we were kind of over it. Like all of the stress that we were under was gone now. Like we're leaving, fuck it. Especially with me, because I know nothing's following me. So I'm like, huh, fuck yeah. So we were literally laughing at these smoke detectors going off, and. uh yeah, then we left, and I moved into my apartment by myself, and all of that negative energy that I was feeling, that just that tightness in your stomach was gone. And I'm telling you, dude, like, probably that whole year that I lived there, from, like, especially 2015 on, it was just, I remember I'd pull up to the house at night, I could just feel something watching me from the window. I could just walk in, and it just felt like, a wave of negative energy as you walk in. I mean, there's definitely, I'm thinking back of it now even, I'm like, man, there's something, I can still feel whatever was watching me, watching me from back then. It was fucked up. I mean, looking back, it was pretty fucked up. And, you know, I wish I was more aware of it back then. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was wild. It was, I mean, I guess saying it out loud, it doesn't seem as crazy as I make it out to be. But just to, you know, feelings are born. You know, people say that their feelings, that's not that's not juicy. But just, you know, the door closings, the seeing the ghost, you know, her and I seeing it four times between the two of us with lots of validation and other people seeing it. Too. We had friends come over. They would hear shit, see shit. Um, we had it on camera. We had fucking paranormal investigators actually come out and agree there was something there with some little hits, spirit box shit all together. Like, when you put all of this stuff together, it's like, man, that was, that was a crazy house. <laughs> and uh, and my theory with that is I don't think the house itself was haunted. I bet you if we talked to the previous residents of that house, there were, there were no you know paranormal activities. And then I bet you if we talked to whoever lives there now, there'd be no paranormal activities. I truly believe that whatever 
was in it, especially the negative stuff was, was in it, and it was probably attached to my girlfriend at the time or one of her kids, uh, you know, for whatever reason. And I know she said that happened to her in high school. If I was a betting man, I don't know. I never asked her. We never really talked about it. But if I was a betting man, she got involved in something or, you know, somebody got involved with something and something got attached and it followed her there. And, and I'm a firm believer that ghosts aren't necessarily, you know, in a house to haunt a house. And I think they can they can roam, you know. I have my wife and I, Danae, we have, you know, we have plenty of, of roaming ghost stories that we'll get to. We've talked about some. We'll get to more. Um, you know, so it's very possible. And, you know, Stella says she was there to protect the family or, or the kids from from Bub. So if I was a betting man, Bub was there. And I said, you know, when the kids came in, that's when it started feeling a little bit darker. So they probably moved in. Well, Bub probably moved in around that same time. Stella was like, oh, I want to go in here and protect this family because I like kids, you know, that kind of thing. It sounds like a fucking movie. Like book, you know, whatever. But that's what I honestly, truly feel happened. I don't think the house was haunted. I feel like the family was haunted, and I feel like Stella and maybe even Nick. I'm not sure where Nick really comes into this or why he was hanging out, but you know, I feel like they were there to try to kind of soften the blow, be kind of a ghost protector or a ghost bodyguard. Um, so that's that's my opinion. That's my 2014 through 2015 ghost story. This is my first time telling it on video and actually my first time doing a podcast on video but again for you people like me it's also on audio hope you all enjoyed it uh tell me what you guys think leave me comments hit subscribe do all that bullshit tell me your stories as well if you want to be on feel free to be on i'm telling you guys though i am behind i have i have three interviews that i have done that need to be uploaded and i have two more scheduled so I'm probably not going to be scheduling any more interviews for at least another month or two because I am backlogged. I underestimated how I underestimated how many hits I would get, I guess, if that makes sense. So I need to get a little bit underworked here. I need to get my, uh, my shit in order before I can continue doing more interviews. But if you want to be on, just let me know. Hit me up on uh, Twitter at Activities. That's A-X-E-Tivities. You can find me on Facebook at Paranormal Activities. My last name's Axe. Ha ha ha. Uh, let's, you can check me out on iTunes or Google. I guess, or shit. iTunes. Apple Music is what they're calling it now. Apple. Google. Stitcher. Tune in. You know, wherever you get your podcasts. All that good stuff. And I think that's really all I have for you, man. So I really appreciate you all listening, watching both, you know, whatever. Uh, let me know what you think. What can I improve on? What you know, try to stop saying certain words like fuck or, you know, whatever. I don't care. You can tell me I'm trying to suck too. That's cool. Um, and also, if you're a fan of wrestling, check out my wrestling podcast I do with uh, Josh DeBoard, Phillips Stover, Michael Bennett, and Yvonne DeBoard. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's on all the same platforms. We're going to start going live here too. We're doing, we're going we're to do something. I don't fucking know yet. But yeah, check it out. And it's called Regularly Scheduled Hostilities. And I think that's all I have. So let me know what you guys think, and let's just keep learning about the paranormal together.